We have one last thought from the book of Philippians today, and it's a thought on giving. At the end of the epistle, uh, Paul commends the the Philippians for their giving. Let let me read it to you, and then we'll just make a couple of comments on it here. He says, notwithstanding, ye have done well that ye did communicate with my affliction. Remember, part of the thing he's, he's writing about is the fact that they have sent to him, they've been a blessing to him. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving but you only. Paul was a missionary sent out with the gospel, and the way he provided for himself actually varied, but one of the ways that he provided for him, uh, for his needs, his necessities, for his travel and his expenses and all the rest of it was, uh, that people sent money to him. And the Philippians were the first ones, in fact, when he started out, they were the only ones that were remembering his need, the only ones that were sending uh, to him. For even in Thessalonica, he sent once and again unto my necessity. Then he says, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Three short thoughts uh, as far as what Paul is saying here is. First of all, he's saying, uh, it's not because I desire the money. Now he needed the money for his necessary things, but he said, there's a bigger issue here. And the bigger issue is I desire fruit that may abound to your account. How does that work? Well, here's the deal. When you and I give to those things that are... important to the Lord, what we're doing is we're, we're, we're giving something to him effectively. And God will be no man's debtor. God always takes care of us. But part of what happens is it's an act of faith on your part and on my part when we give. And that act of faith produces fruit for us. Fruit now, I believe, and fruit in eternity as well. All right, so, so giving, Paul says, uh, produces fruit. And while he needs the money to live and to do the things that he needs to do. What he's saying here is there's a much more important thing in this. It's fruit that will abound to your account. And then he says this, giving is an odor of sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Now, what does he mean there? He means that their sacrifice in giving to him to further the gospel was a sweet smell, was a was an odor that went up like the, like the, like the, the, the smoke of a sacrifice to God, and it was something that was pleasing to God. I think we need to get a big picture as far as giving is concerned. Giving is not simply about me paying the bills, about me uh, having somebody else pay the bills. Giving is about me giving to God. And what happens is when I give, it's an act of faith, because remember, money is a very emotional issue for us. It's an act of faith when I give, so that when I give, it's a sweet sacrifice, a smoke that goes up to God and God is pleased with. There are a few things that God tells us that we can do that please him specifically. One of them is giving. He says, for God loveth a cheerful giver. God loves when we give. Why? Because God's a great giver. And we're demonstrating his nature in us 
uh, when we give. And then he says this. He says, my God shall supply all your need. And, and here's, here's how it works. Uh, when we give to the causes that are uh, important to the Lord, to the furtherance of the gospel, to seeing people go out and reach people with the gospel, we, when we give to those things, God says, don't worry about it, I will take care of you. When you and I tithe, God says, prove me. I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you won't be able to contain it there. God will be no man's debtor that when you and I give to God, we can always expect that God is going to give more back to us. Giving is an integral part of our Christianity. It's an integral part of how we demonstrate our faith to God. I understand it's difficult because, you know, very few of us have so much that we're wondering what we're going to do with it all. And I, I realize that there's always a sacrifice involved. But the sacrifice produces fruit to your account. The sacrifice pleases God. And God says, I'll take care of you. Let me ask you to put, <clears throat> uh, put your faith to work in this area, even today. Uh, as we live in this, in the, in this difficult time, uh, people are short and people are struggling. Why don't you do this today? Why don't you just from what you've got, might be 10, might be 50, whatever you've got, from what you've got, why don't you bless somebody that can't bless you back and give it unto the Lord? Now, don't be foolish and give somebody money that's going to hurt them uh, and maybe further them in addiction. But give something to somebody that's going to be a blessing because our God is a very generous God. And when you and I are generous, <clears throat> we're being like dad. Lord bless you.